Shadow Stalking 101 is designed to help students of shadow work transform their lives through somatic integration practices that evolve soul and unlock true purpose in life. There are three modules, the overworld, the underworld, and the worlds in between, and with over 20 practices and guided meditations, presentations, and a host of writings and journal prompts and exercises and practices to take with you, you will develop the skills and the somatic awareness in order to become a shadow stalker. You'll find a link in the show notes to the course, Shadow Stalking 101. Go get that now and be ready to completely transform and reimagine the world around you. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. There's sort of a pop psychology idea that we talk about called closure. And if you've ever had some sort of a breakup or a friendship that ended or leaving a business or a town or something like that, you may have come to this idea of wanting closure. Now, like I do with everything, I'm going to go after the shadow here of this potentially positive idea of finishing something. The shadow of that would be what? That we're thinking we're finishing something, but we're not, which would mean we're bypassing something. So the, the you know, let's use relationship as an example, like a romantic coupling and uncoupling or breaking up. Now, Often there's a lot of intense feelings. There could be, you know, one person maybe didn't want to break up and they were left behind or dumped or abandoned or something. And this idea, this sort of self-help idea of finding closure could be, and I'm not saying it always is, but there could be this putting aside a lot of material and good work for really stalking shadow and integrating. And if you've listened to my podcast about keep the baby decode the bathwater, this is a little bit like that. So we we really want to keep things open. And that's very different than uh, feeling better or you know, getting more conscious or getting more aware so that I can actually do the growth part or move forward or have a new relationship. In other words, we want to keep things open so that we can continue to process and work with the material. This, the idea of closure and quote, moving on or having something put in the past is a 
an idea that the conscious mind can grapple with, but your unconscious does whatever the heck it wants. It will be dredging stuff up from childhood. It will be, you know, triggered about all kinds of things, whether you think you've got closure or not. And particularly when there's something really painful, like a death or a loss or never having had a parent, um, you know, adoption is a big one or, or feeling like orphaned in some way. There's a lot of things that there's been a, a thrust in this so-called healing world of getting closure. And so essentially what I'm suggesting is that we do something different. We, we stop getting this idea that we're finishing something or fixing something or getting to some point in our life where we're past something. It's really unnecessary if we get good at presence and we get good at being with our soma and whatever's going on in body and we do the shadow work and we do the, the integration work of whatever's happening in our life. Now, that isn't to say that you're not supposed to separate from some situation or some person. That's really important in a lot of situations. If there's a toxic dynamic or the person is abusive or there's just not, it's not okay, not easy for you to be kind to this person because the dynamic is so polluted with stuff. Yes, of course, have a separation, separate yourself, go do your work on your own. But this isn't the same as closure. Now, one of the ways you can start to get it if you don't have real closure is if you remember the dynamic of the person or the situation or the town or whatever, and it causes you to have active feelings or pain, or you start looping in your mind around it, that means there's no closure, that closure has not happened. And if you can recall a person from your past who's died, maybe that you have tried to get closure around and that hasn't happened because it's still very painful to think about them. There's a pretty uh, easy solution here, not to the pain, but to actually getting some good love and movement to the pain. And that is to be with the pain instead of trying to close it or change it. And that's where the openness comes in. Just like opening a wound that has some infection in it or taking some stitches out of a, a something that's been stitched up or scarred, it's, it's a tender process. It's a process of slowing way down and giving yourself the time to breathe and feel and be with the stuff. And my, my path is always to what I call somatic recapitulation. And I've had a podcast about that not too long ago. But the path here is to do the inner body stuff and not just think about it. The old way has been to think about it or tell the story about it or lament. And often we get this collusion with friends. Friends will side with us and we'll get, yeah, this bad guy over there, this villain did this thing to me. And then we're, what we're essentially doing is pouring more crap into the wound. We're, we're not allowing it to de-crapify or <laughs> to take the infection out. 
And that's what we want to do. We want to have this open place. You know, the wound is where the light gets in. Who said that? Rumi or somebody? We want to have this open place that we are attending to. We're tending the energy there. We're using, and in fact, the, the thing that's harming us, the pain that's harming us is this idea that something wasn't supposed to happen that that's bad that happened, like this person wasn't supposed to die or this thing wasn't supposed to happen. It's, And it's not like it was supposed to. It's more like it did happen. So let's attend to it. Let's attend to however I feel about it, whatever I'm experiencing about it. Let's attend to our energy around it. And that's what keeping things open is. And particularly if somebody's passed away and there was a very unfinished feeling or trying to find closure around that is it feels very it feels very unloving to the pain of the longing for that person or or the the wanting to connect with that person and and who's to say we can't connect with anybody who isn't still in their body we can we totally can and wisdom traditions from all over the world have talked about that. There's no separation that's really happening between us and anyone else. We're connected to everything and everyone everywhere. The illusion is that we're not. So if we, instead of trying to get closure or avoid the pain, we show up for the pain and we remember our ability to truly connect. So we connect with ourself first, and that brings us connection to everything. And particularly to maybe if, you know, we're keeping with this idea of the loss of a person, we can connect with that person pretty, pretty quickly. Now, if we talk about a past romantic relationship, this is a, this is, you know, this is a little touchy subject, it's a little nuanced, but... The idea that you fall in and out of love with somebody and now I'm in love and now I'm out of love and now I'm now there's closure here because I've moved on. It's a bit of a setup for the psyche. It's a, it's shoving a bunch of stuff into the shadow. So instead of that, you don't have to be like, I fell in love and I fell out of love with somebody. You can just recognize that just like this true connection with everything and everyone everywhere, there's there's love. That's the energy that travels on this somatic fascial network of all of us, the collective. You can just tap into the love. And I recognize that it's complicated. Say you've got a new marriage and we're talking about your old partner or something. It doesn't have to be complicated, though. We just take it into the territory of unconditional positive regard or unconditional love, and we just we just stick with the energy of love. This is what the heart path is a lot about. It's about being in the sense and sensation somatically, the hub of your heart, and feeling the connectedness between you and other through that, whether you're, whether they're alive or not, whether you're with them or not, or whether even if there's a person that you totally dislike, this is medicine here. You don't have to be around them. You don't have to even stop blaming them. Although that's a pretty, you know, important part of, of maturity and growth is to come out of blaming of somebody, but you can, you can trust 
that there's a layer of karma or junk on top of the relationship that you can go underneath and still feel the connection. So you're not bypassing the pain in that way. You're just adding the love. I realize that I might be talking about some concepts that you haven't heard of before, especially if this is the first time that you found my podcast. So you might want to go back and do some of the others, like keep the baby, decode the bathwater, somatic recapitulation, somatic, you know, emergence. There's some other somatic ones on there. Um, I also have a course, Shadow Stalking 101, which has a lot of practices. So, so I recognize it, that there's some, there could be a little learning curve on all of these concepts and ideas I'm talking about. And so in order to simplify it, I just want to put it kind of like this. There's the thinking mind and then there's the energy body. And when we believe that we are our, our thoughts or emotions, you know, the stuff that happens more in the head rather than our sensations or our physical experience or our presence in the real moment, when we have that confusion about who we are, are we mind or are we body or are we somehow both? Or When we don't know what we are, we're going to usually think that we are our thoughts, that we are the the thing that's looping around in our head and that's also how we've been conditioned to believe i mean this whole this whole culture is about getting somewhere about doing something about a lot of doing instead of being you know the whole be here now thing baba ram das was revolutionary and it and it took off to a certain degree but unless you're kind of really involved in or were raised in some consciousness work you're probably doing the thing of trying to make ends meet or trying to get ahead or trying to do something or trying to get somewhere or trying to get safe or trying to get secure and probably not spending as much time just on being or showing up for whatever you're experiencing in the moment. But that's really where the action is, is what's happening right now. This Your body is a a receptor and a way for you to know what's actually going on, not with your mind or not with what you think or not how your mind tries to put things together or figure things out. Body really actually knows. So getting good at, at beginning to become the kind of person who uses Soma as a, a thinking process rather than mind as a thinking process is a really, really good thing to get up and running. So just to kind of sum this up and and backtrack circle back around you don't have to close anything there's nothing to close here there's no need to close and you do not need closure you don't need to have some kind of special meeting with somebody to finish things off you have all the time in the world you can do the inner work that will aid how you show up or or what kind of interaction you have with somebody or some dynamic in the outer world. When you start to really be with your open pain, you won't have to decide how to do something. It'll become, it'll be natural how it occurs. So that, that's, that's inherent in doing inner work. You, You don't have to close anything. In fact, keeping it open allows you to have the conscious connection to 
whatever this shadow material or difficulty or pain is going to lead you to help evolve around your own stuff, your own soul. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.